The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Remember the Thai cave rescue? What about the mission depicted in Black Hawk Down or the epic rescue shown in Captain Phillips? You've probably heard of all of these, but did you know that U.S. Air Force Special Warfare played a pivotal role in all of them? These airmen are the most highly trained warriors on the planet. Other forces like the SEALs and Army Rangers call on them to provide skills no one else can. Not many people make the cut, but if you think you can, visit AirForce.com to learn more. This is the Busted Open Podcast. You can listen to the full show Monday through Saturday from 9 a.m. to noon Eastern on Sirius XM Fight Nation Channel 156. Welcome to the Busted Open Podcast. I'm Tommy Dreamer. And with my co-host for the first time ever, Thunder Rosa, we interviewed 17-year-old Billy Starks, who just popped on the Pro Wrestling Illustrated Top Women of Wrestling. And she's headed to Japan talking about her journey. We also got the K-I-N-G, the King, Kenny King. And we're also going to talk about what were the best things that both of us saw during this week in professional wrestling. I'm Tommy Dreamer. She's Thunder Rosa. This is the Busted Open Podcast. Listen to it now. Balls count anywhere Friday on Busted Open. We're going to talk about the best thing that we think we saw for the week. We want to hear what you said too. think um, you got anything, what you think was the best thing you saw this week. I mean, there were so many things, I, I guess I, when it's, it's, it's hard for me to sit down and watch wrestling because then I'm like, all right, I'm just taking mental notes. And sometimes I bring my notebook and I'm like, all right, no, I am. And, and then like, you know, with the beauty of not watching things live, you can fast forward and stuff, but uh, Man, um, there's a couple things that I was like, wow, uh, I really, I really enjoy um, some of the stuff that I saw on Monday Night Raw. Um, it, it was just, it was just a fun to watch. I think I, I enjoy watching. I always watch, love watching and Nikki Cross. I'm a fan of her because just, uh, I kind of like uh, saw her before she she got signed, and and I just like to see her development and like how much uh, TV time she's getting and like, uh, in perspective, right? Like she was wrestling with a mask and with a whole gimmick that wasn't yep. hers. She made it hers. And now she's back to being crazy. And, um, she had a match with, um, Bianca, Bianca Belair. And it was very simple, but you know, it was short it, it, and it was, again, it was to build on a match that was going to happen later on the day on, on, um, and and I like the fact that they're like intertwining the stories and, and, and then they have two segments. So the, the tag match was really interesting too. Um, you know, they changed, they changed the titles with, with the other group now. Uh, and that, that I'm like, kind of like questioning, like what's the, the tag team titles? Where, where's it going? Like, it's just this like storyline. They're going to, yeah. Asuka and Alexa bliss. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Paul. Um, damage control lost and i don't know i just I, I like damage control they're fun bailey's been really really fun every time i watch her just, 
I like her. She's more aggressive now that she came back from injury. I think yep. because, you know, when you stay at home trying to figure things out and seeing how you're going to come back and then you get an opportunity to come back. Um, I don't know. I, I'm enjoying their work a lot more than before. Uh, in terms of the men, um, there was a couple matches that I, I enjoy. Um, some of them, I it was hard for me to sit down and, and, and watch because some of the promos, I'm like, what is the point of this? I don't know if you feel like that when you're watching certain shows and you're like, what was the point of this promo? Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, there's sometimes where you just say, "What's the point of this entire segment?" Um, <laughs> it's the truth. Uh, I mean, when I mean, you as because you're you're a booker too. You're a writer. You you're reading a lot of stuff, and you have helped that. Like when that happens, like what is the the, the reaction uh, in the back for you guys when you envision something and then something else happens? There's some people that are literally be watching, and mm-hmm. uh, you're like. I, I've watched segments. I've watched segments with our very own Bully Ray, Mark Henry. Mm-hmm. Mark would always be not adamant, but vocal. Where Mark at times, if there was a big segment, like he put his hand up and be like, what was that? Right. <laughs> Bubba would just like put his head down, shake and like shake his head. Like, what the fuck was that? And then walk away um, for me. And again, it also goes like, you know, placement or comfortability on the card yes um, it, it's just like you know i'm talking when it was wwe if it was impact you know just being eh, that wasn't the best or you know but w- when every time i've been an impact i've always mm-hmm. had uh a position of like creativity so it's always been different from me yeah. but even when you you write something or you create something it doesn't come off as what you wanted or expected you're like hmm uh, th- there's been definite moments like that all the time and just kind of, kind of, you know, shrug it off. You know, you, you watched, you, we were talking about watching the world series, you know, the Phillies were on a roll. The first game, uh, the second games friggin' score seven runs, destroy, uh, your Houston Astros. Literally the next day they throw a no hitter and they can't get a hit against, you know, it's like, what was the difference between yesterday and the next day a lot. And so you just kind of, kind of shrug, those bad things off or those bad segments off and, and like you know stuff happens I, i'm a big our truth fan love our mm-hmm. truth so entertaining yes and then in the middle of his match does a dive gets hurt don't know what happened to him don't know i, I think he may have broken his leg mm-hmm. um, from that impact or strained definitely his knee but then all of a sudden you have to stop i think they did on the fly a grayson waller promo and i thought he carried the ball great because that's on the fly also like, Oh my God, I'm wrestling uh, a veteran. I'm getting a great opportunity. He gets hurt in my match. You got all these things going through your head and, you know, still knocked it out of the park. Cause as you know, shit happens. Yeah. Um, I don't think we see many of those in today's world. And if you do, they're usually uh, for a reason. Um, they're, they're just, I think there are also there's things that are designed that way. Um, but for the reason, you know, it's funny, we're talking about, you know, the progression of women's wrestling. It used to yes. be put out the women to tire down the crowd, to quiet them, to what? bring out for the main event. Don't get hot. It wasn't my decision, but that used to be the spot. And the women, like you're almost going out there to battle to, to lose, but yeah. they would still score for their their spot which was like a whole other 
like I said, a different generation. Just think about that. Hey, we want you to go out there. Don't do a whole heck of a lot because we want it for the main event. Like, uh, hello, but that was the spot. And then if you didn't take it, guess what? Somebody else. Somebody else will. I'm glad that the business has changed. Um, if we're talking about the best thing, uh, and I'm I'm not saying this because I worked there. There was two great matches that I friggin' loved. Um, one was Kenny King and Speedball Bailey had mm. an amazing match this past weekend. And I'm sure we'll talk to Kenny about it coming up uh, a little bit. And then the other one are two guys that I'm, you know, love watching them and love working with them um, behind the scenes as well as then watching them kill it. And they're not in impact wrestling. I mean, they're not under contract with impact wrestling. That's Aussie open versus Josh Alexander and Frankie Kazarian. Now, when you talk about a mix and the forbidden door, Josh Alexander, impact world champion, Frank Kazarian is under contract in AEW. He yeah. won the X division title. He's now cashed it in option C and he's going to be facing um, Josh Alexander real soon in Louisville against Aussie open that are, they work in new Japan mm-hmm. and what a, what a match they had and blew me away. And I just like, I love moments like that where I literally just go and I sit and I watch at the monitor. I'm just watching, you know, four guys just crush it in the ring. And I, and I love having moments like that because it makes me always like why I was a fan. And I said this yesterday, Saturday, I had an indie show in battle Creek at the Kellogg arena had yeah. 1500 people. Um, I'm on top by the way. So you're all welcome for the house. And, but the rock and roll express were there yeah. and I got to sit and watch the rock and roll express wrestle. And like, I'm saying to myself, I just like, I got to see the rock and roll express wrestle on Saturday on Thursday. I get to watch this insane tag team match between, you know, Frank Gazarian, who for a long time made his name as a tag team wrestler. Josh Alexander did too until he found his groove and being you know impact world champion and then these two guys the aussie open who are really big in tag team wrestling and man what a match and there was one spot specifically where i was like i haven't seen it in so long and the last person i saw do it was a wrestler named barry windham uh suplex over the top rope where you basically pick up a guy and you suplex him while you're in the ring and you go over the top rope and momentum the guy who's getting suplex just holds on and uh-huh. he pulls you over the top rope too. And it is like, there's a lot of room for error, but when it's done correctly, Oh my God, it looks great. It looks like a building flipping over. <laughs> and when they did that, I came unglued. Cause like I said, I haven't seen it since Barry Wyndham. And yes. I also think I've seen it with uh, Barry and Dustin back in the day. So I'm talking nineties and man, it was good. Bret Hart uh, has done it, but think of the names I'm already talking about. Brett and Owen had done it. Brett and Steve Austin had done it. That's a long time ago. So, but also think of the names of doing it when I say risk of error. So it just, uh, that was one of my favorite things I got to see. I enjoyed this week in wrestling and yes, I can nitpick and I could pick out. I don't want to do that. And just like when, when bully and I were talking about dynamite, I don't choose to go the negative. Um, I always try to go the positive. Yes. There was a lot of positive and the positive outweighed the negative for this week in professional wrestling. Oh. 
And uh, again, really, really enjoyed what I saw on a very, very busy week. And as you know, Super. it never stops. And then, you know, it's going to carry on tonight, you know, with SmackDown, Smackdown and Rampage. And and then crown jewel and then tomorrow yeah it's it's there's a bunch of stuff going on uh going uh, talking about um another thing i enjoy you know i, I was telling you i was may I, I was paying attention to all the segments especially the talking ones uh and like and even on when they were not talking if they're, they're the groups uh with uh people that are having matches the judgment they they really they i don't know they do it for me like they're i was laughing so hard and it's just like some of the stuff that they were doing i mean uh Ms. Ripley, she uh, suplexed one of the guys, you mm -hmm. know, and I was like, I haven't seen that in WWE that much, but when you see that with somebody like her, uh, Rhea is, it's like, yeah, she can legitimately kick your ass. And I just like the whole, how they're all like click in, right. It, it's, it's, it's believable. Like I, they came out, the four of them came out and I was like, this is like a, like a rock band. Like, I feel like they're going to start playing and, yeah. you know, and it's, it's just like, it's really cool. And then it reminded me too, which is, I'm, you guys can tell me if I'm, if I'm wrong. It's like the house of black, they're very similar. They're dark. They're, they're very hardcore. You know, one is more darker than the other, but, um, the, the vignette that they had the house of it black, it was like really, it was really, really good. I will have to give it up to whoever edited it and came up with the, the concept and then put it into place. Uh, I, I hope it was, uh, Giancarlo, because Giancarlo is really, really good. If not, you can tell me who it was. I, I really enjoy that. In terms of matches for AW, I really love a match with Cassidy versus Luchasaurus and Ray Phoenix. I I love Ray Phoenix. Um, and it's not only because I'm, you know, biased. I've been working with him for about, I don't know, seven years. I've seen him rise. And I know he's Lucha mainly, but I, I feel like he's. No, he's a star, dude. He's He can work with anybody. Yep. honestly he does magic like i see him as one when you talk about magicians he's one of those like the way that he jumps the way that he sells for other people he makes it look even bigger orange scarcity he doesn't stop surprising me like ever since i saw him in the indies he's just getting better and better and better luchasaurus and uh jungle boy like they in their storyline um mm -hmm. they were so hard that there was a point in where they when they broke the tables like the, they were going so fast that the table bounced on 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 Jungle Boy's face, and he just jumped, you know, like nothing happened. So, right. like, there's very like dangerous moments and very dangerous spots. But I think those three guys, like they they've been, they're all been injured before. They all had to take time off, but they're still doing some incredible things. And um, again, if you guys think or why the Lucha Brothers are in the spot that they are is because again, they're stars and they have been able to kind of like change their style and make it more American. And I think that's very, very important when you're able to work with anybody, regardless if you started as a Lucha, Lucha, Lucha training, that's uh, so important. You, you can, you can correct me if I'm wrong, but I know I'm double downing uh, Penta. I have always loved and Ray, I say he's the new Ray Mysterio and if he was a single star, he'd be as big as Rey Mysterio. And if he was pushed that way, the guy goes out there and does things that I've never seen mm -mm. people do. And as well as like, I don't understand sometimes like he's breaks the law of physics. Yes, he does. And <laughs> no, I'm, I've been 
I mean, I worked with them a lot in Impact Wrestling, mm-hmm. and I love those two guys, and I love watching those two guys. Um, you also brought up, an, and I think it's kind of a cool thing to talk about, like different types, because we broke down like segments or or vignettes. Two of my favorite vignettes this weekend, uh, I mean, this week, NXT, where they have two new people debuting, but I don't know who they are. They have one person who keeps leaving messages on NXT, mm-hmm. like, and then another person who like they were showing the old title and all these things. And like, it was like, who is this person? And then my other thing, which I think is beautifully done and, and uh, with erasing the images of the young bucks and, and Kenny. Yeah, that was good. Um, and it was just the, we saw a crinkle of it last week, another crinkle this week with the computer and taking it away. And I'm like, where are they going with this? And it's super duper interesting. Warmer, sunnier days are calling. Fuel up for them with factors, no prep, no mess meals. Meet your wellness goals in time for summer thanks to the menu of chef-crafted meals with options like Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Factors Fresh Never Frozen Meals are dietitian approved and ready to eat in just two minutes. So no matter how busy you are, you'll always have time to enjoy nutritious, great-tasting meals. With 35 different meals and more than 60 add-ons to choose from every week, you'll always have new flavors to explore. Crush your wellness goals this May with dietitian approved meals and ingredients that you can trust. Treat yourself to restaurant-quality meals that feature premium ingredients like filet mignon, shrimp, and blackened salmon. Head to Factormeals.com Busted50 and use code Busted50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That's code Busted50 at Factormeals.com Busted50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. If you missed anything this week on Mad Dog Sports Radio, I got you covered. It's Mike Babchitz. Morning After, where we play back the best clips of the week and recap in a way you have never heard before. It's a roast like no other, and no one is safe. Not Mad Dog, not anyone. This is a Morning After walk of shame you actually won't regret. You can find Mike Babchitz's Morning After on Sirius XM, Pandora, Stitcher, or anywhere you get your podcasts. Don't forget to follow the show so you never miss an episode. I'm very, very interested already with our guest because I know a little bit of her backstory. But like I said, you're a big proponent of her. So first off, welcome to the show, Billy Starks. How are you today? Thank you so much for having me. Thank you for being here. Um, Thunder, come on. Yes. Talk her up. I'm like, uh, Billy. <laughs> I was like, Billy. Um, well, so, okay, I'm going to put it out there. So they're asking me, who should we bring, right? And you are in the t- one of the top numbers in the PWI um, this year. Uh, how do you feel being one, like 17, still in high school, uh, and now that you're on 56? You know how long it took me to be a uh, number 15? Just, you know, you know how long it took me. And I, now you are, on, on, you know, on number 50. If it was 52 or 56? It was 52. 52, well, 50 on the 50s. How does it feel to be so young and being ranked so high? in this list um it's crazy to me i'm honestly so grateful for everything i've gotten to do in wrestling so young it was way past all of my expectations with wrestling um but i'm so excited and it honestly shows that i'm still growing i was like it's been crazy the past couple of years and just already being so high in women's wrestling i think it's insane um, 
tell me as well as tell the nation. So when did you first start training? I started training when I was 13, about four years ago. Okay. Oh, 13. And where, where do you, where, uh, who trained you? Where do you like, where, what area are you from? Um, so I'm from Louisville, Kentucky, but I actually got trained in Jeffersonville, Indiana at Grindhouse. Um, okay. by Aaron LaMotta and Too Tough Tony. Sure, I love Tony. I took the flaming right hand. <laughs> He's a crazy <laughs> old man, but yes, I love him. Yes, I know. The, so is that the reason why you think you've been doing... If you guys haven't seen Billy, you can go on YouTube, of course. There's like a lot of matches of her. But I know lately you've been doing a lot of uh, extreme matches. There is a picture on your Instagram and where I think you're using it now for merchandise and you can... You can plug your merchandise where the people can get all your stuff too. Uh, after this question, um, is it the reason why, or he's an influence of why you do a lot of like super intense extreme matches lately? Um, I it was not really in like my game book, it just kind of happened, and I have fun just wrestling and I enjoy like all aspects of wrestling. I feel like I also am very impulsive, so doing the crazy stuff um, is really fun for me. Um, and people think I'm insane when I do these things, but I just have fun doing them. So I don't see the consequences until later on. Well, yeah, your body be super crazy. Yeah, Because <laughs> yeah. I know you do, you're very big on uh, JCW and GCW. Um, I actually think I saw you the first time at a GCW show. And uh, I know that uh, being a woman working at GCW is not like, they don't have a lot of women. And he's very particular about the women that he books. Um, when you got booked at GCW, uh, did you ask a lot of, a lot of the times for an opportunity or it was kind of like something that just happened and they're like, yeah, you're good. Just, you're, you're part of the club. Um, it was honestly just given to me because I kept showing up. I kept showing face and Brett was finally like, okay, you've grown your name. I think you can handle this. Go show out. And he gave me an opportunity, uh, on a pre-show match and then continued keep booking me. He was like, you're crazy and you do what I need you to do. So I'll keep giving you chances. <laughs> um, so travel wise, because uh, you're 17 years old, uh, Mickey James has talked about, I know Thunder Rose is talking about traveling. Like normally, do you travel by yourself? Do you travel with uh, other wrestlers? Because, um, I mean, Mickey has talked about being a female, having like can't make the whole way, pulling over at a rest stop and having to you know, sleep there because, you know, that was what she did to pay her dues and you're in, still in that process. So I've been very, very lucky that my parents have traveled with me mostly. Awesome. Um, Yay, I, parents. Yeah, shout out my parents. Um, but they've helped me, like, making sure I was taken care of before I could even drive anywhere. They were my road dogs and driving me everywhere. Uh, and I've recently stopped uh, driving with them and started driving myself and with what? other wrestlers. So, and okay, this my is. My parents are so scared of it. <laughs> uh, I mean, I would be too. I mean, you are definitely hanging out with, uh, you know, some of those crazy guys. I, you know, I party with them and I know how they party. So you're 17. I mean, there's a lot of like influences and a, a lot of bad habits that you can pick up. Uh, I mean, you, I mean, me being a parent, my, my son is 17. I think you met him uh, when you came to uh, uh, Houston to work with us. Um, but what is your relationship with your parents? Like, are you, you, cause I, 
you're not embarrassed or you weren't embarrassed. Like, I don't want you to drive me. Like, no, you know how teenagers are. Like, how is it like, what kind of relationship do you have with them? I honestly have a great relationship with my dad, a mouse who just loves wrestling as much as me. And I was always comfortable because he gave me enough space when we were around wrestling. Mm-hmm. He just understood like, hey, this is my job. Don't get in my bubble and we're going to be cool. And he's always been super helpful. So I feel like I have a really healthy relationship going there. Me and my mom, she's definitely embarrassing sometimes. And I'm like, hey, you got to chill out. Um, she is very supportive, but it's to the point where I'm like, you're embarrassing me. Stop, mom. That's cute. My mom's 82 years old, and she embarrassed me yesterday while she's in the hospital promoting me to nurses and all that (laughs) stuff. So that's what parents do. Um, It's all for hope uh, at the end of the day. (laughs) (laughs) It's because we, you know, my my mom loves me, your parents love you, and I'm happy to hear uh, that support and that relationship. It makes, uh, warms my heart. Uh, For you being 17, uh, let me ask you this. Like, what hooked you into professional wrestling? I'm just watching it. It was, I watched it with my parents growing up and I was like the little kid watching it. And I was like, Oh, I want that to be my job when I grow up. And my stubborn personality never got me away from that. (laughs) Hey, you're talking to someone as well. I wanted to do this since I'm 10 years old and uh, did it at, started at my, my journey at 18 and you've uh, well surpassed that journey as well. Um, Did you have a favorite growing up? Um, I was a big fan of Bailey. Just, I loved her entire thing. I dressed up as her for Halloween multiple times. Um, It was just my thing. I loved her. I loved her personality. And just watching her wrestle, I was always in awe. Hey, Billy. uh, My favorite thing on Instagram this week. What is it? um, Bianca Belair's Instagram Uh of all the little girls dressing up for Halloween. Uh, I love that. So cute. I get embarrassed when I look at those pictures when I was so young and my mom loves them, but I still had like my buck teeth and like I was just had my cute little bangs still. And I was like, oh, my God. (laughs) I'm going to tell you uh, one of the proudest moments of your life will be when someone sends a picture and they're dressed as you. Yes, I was just uh, about to say that, too. I've gotten I've gotten that. I've gotten that a lot. And it's when you when that happens for you, remember this crazy old man, Tommy Dreamer, telling you how important that is because you influence somebody else just like Bailey has influenced you. It's crazy because I saw a little girl meet me at a show and she was dressed up as me and I teared up. I was like, we got to get a picture together. And I was like, this stuff is so cute. I was like, just just wait, just wait when when you're getting, you know, you're getting older and. They send you that first picture and then they send you a picture 10 years later, dressed up like you. One of my friends, he sent me a picture of his daughter dressed like me like seven years ago. And they made a oh. the full gear and everything. And then she made a jacket, put in Thunder Rosa, paint her face. And that's like seven years later. So I'm like, oh my God, like you're going to know you're getting old. Talking about getting old <laughs> and, 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 you know, influencing people. You're about to go to Japan. Um, I'm just yeah. wondering, how do you feel going to a new country where you don't speak the language, you probably don't know anyone, and you're not going to go with your parents? I'm extremely excited, very nervous, but I feel prepared at this point. I was very lucky that I took like Japanese in school. I did three years of Japanese, so Great I know you. 
like little bits of the language so I can take care of myself. Good. Um, you know, how, can you, like can you uh, tell the Busted Open how to, how are you going to introduce yourself in Japanese? Um, uh, watashi wa belly desu. Ah, yeah, she got it. She got nice. it, Domi. <laughs> I, uh, listen, telling you from experience, I'll, I'll never forget. I went, when I, when I first started training, I wanted to, I didn't want to go to WWE or WCW. I wanted to go to New Japan or All Japan. Once I finally went to All Japan, like, I was like, man, I'm making it. And there was a point I was beat up, long traveling, hard training. And it was for the first time in my life, I said, I can't do this. I can't be a professional wrestler. And I wanted to call home and I wanted to quit. And three days later, it was the first time in my life I ever said, I'm a pro wrestler. And it was the best time of my life. So if you ever get to be that down, I recommend do calling home because I didn't. Because back then I had to get a calling card. I had to go across the street to a, um, payphone. Uh, a payphone because if I called from my hotel and then if I called collect, it would have been if I called from my hotel, I would have gotten uh, hit with a crazy charge. And if I would have called collect, my father would have wanted to kill me. Um, but that's a whole other era. But for you, if you ever have those moments, do call home. But you're, it's, it's going to be life changing for you. And I'm super duper happy that you get to experience this. And yes, it's, you know, uh, through the darkest times, there will always be light. And it's the fear of the unknown. But when you see, like you said, how the Japanese fans are going to relate to you, it's going to be an amazing experience for you. And uh, I'm super duper happy for you just to hear your excitement yeah. and the fact that you had the foresight to take Japanese in school, man, it's you're, you're already head of the game. Yeah. Super. I was just so excited and I knew it was one of my goals. So I was like, I'll need this at some point. Oh. Are you, But, are you, you feel ready? Do you, do you know? Uh, I mean, I work with Tokyo Joshi pro for over five years now. I think it's one of the best uh, places for like people like you to go out there. Like the women are very, They're very nice. Everyone is very polite. Uh, they're very caring for the talent. I can tell you they've been in some problem. I had some health problems over there with, uh, when I was with them and, and they'll take care of you. Um, what's, what's your expectation that you have? Like, uh, are you like envisioning your first match over there? Like, what do you expect? Um, I, I've been like very open-minded, but I have like certain expectations Like, I've watched a lot of Yuka's matches, and I was like, oh, I have some ideas for this and this and this. Um, but I'm also very open to, like, whatever happens is going to happen. Um, and I just want to put on a good show for everybody. But I've also been, like, very nervous about the travel and everything because I'm like, this is completely different, and I do have to rely on other people a lot mm -hmm, mm -hmm. to get me from, like, one place to another. I'm so used to being able, like... Most places I go to, I don't fly because I get nervous of like, oh, I have to trust other people to come pick me up and make my booking. So I like being able to drive and have my car and be in that control, but I'm giving away some of the control to other people. And I was like, it's very scary. Um, but I feel like they're so organized and everything I've heard from like Willow and a lot of the other girls that gone over Um, has only been positive and like if there has been any trouble I just contact this guy and they're going to take care of me and I was like okay Whew. I I have 
very little like expectations but I do know I want to go explore I've heard so many crazy things about like places I need to go look at while I'm there and I was like oh I'm so excited to just be a tourist and go explore somewhere the best part of spring cleaning takeaway is the post clean clarity you get it's kind of like when you find out you've been paying a fortune for wireless when Mint Mobile has phone plans for $15 a month when you purchase a three-month plan it's time to switch to Mint Mobile all plans come with high-speed data and unlimited talk and text delivered on the nation's largest 5g network ditch overpriced wireless with Mint Mobile's limited time deal and get three months of premium wireless service for 15 bucks a month to get this new customer offer and your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month go to mintmobile.com slash busted open that's mintmobile.com slash busted open cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash busted open 45 dollars upfront payment required equivalent to 15 dollars a month new customers on first three-month plan only speed slower above 40 gigabytes on unlimited plan additional taxes fees and restrictions apply see mint mobile for details This is Adam Shine, host of the Adam Shine Podcast. Here to tell you, you can listen to my podcast all year round. I'll give you my NFL picks against the spread, give you fantasy advice all season long, while being joined by the best guests in all of sports. He's Aaron Rodgers of the Green Bay Packers. This is what I expect. You know, I expect to play well every year. We release episodes of the Adam Shine Podcast every week. Subscribe today wherever you stream your podcast or listen on the SXM app, included with most subscriptions. The Adam Shine Podcast. The K, the I, the N, G, King, Kenny King. Welcome to Busted Open, buddy. How are you? Hello, Busted Open. Hello, Thunder Rosa. Hello, Tommy Dreamer. Sorry for waking you up uh, this morning. I know you're out there on uh, Vegas time because you're the king of uh, Vegas over there. And uh, But thanks for uh, joining. Man, I got to tell you, as you know, because uh, we work uh, hand in hand together, um, I didn't get a chance to see it live, but I watched it and I normally shoot you texts, but uh, I knew I'd have you on the show. Love, love, loved your match with Speedball Bailey last night on uh, Impact Wrestling. It was uh, one of, uh, you always have great performances, man, but it was next level. I really enjoyed it. Well, thank you, Tommy. Um, you know, uh, Mike Speedball Bailey is a guy who's, uh, whose name's really been ringing, uh, has really been putting on fantastic work. Uh, and he's a hell of a competitor. So, uh, you know, it was just it was just two guys that were just really out there trying to get it, trying to win that exit championship. And, uh, you know, that's what happens. Uh, Kenny. Go ahead, Thunder. Sorry. Sorry, Tommy. No, I'm ahead. just I'm just curious. I, I met you, uh, Jesus, 2015, 2016? WrestleMania weekend, 2015 yes. or 16. Whatever. Yes. I think it was Dallas, right? Yes. How do you feel now, your, your transformation as the king that we're in 2016 to the king that you're becoming now in 2022. Um, I just think the one of the most important things um, in a in a wrestler's career is evolution, and uh, you have to <clears throat> you have to kind of just always be doing self assessments and self checks and just kind of be feeling like, okay, uh, what am I doing? Uh, is what I'm doing working? Uh, is this who I'm representing? Is this an accurate represent, representation of myself. So um, I just feel like things that, um, the thing, you know, the person that I was, I mean, the person that I was in 2015 isn't the person that I am right now. So the things that have happened to me along the way, uh, the lessons that I've learned, the, 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 you know, the times that I've taken to grow, um, I just feel like I'm, a, I'm, I'm smarter. Um, I'm, 
uh, more experienced experience in, in this game is the number one teacher. So um, I, just the way that I align myself, the way that I put myself in the ring, uh, my game plan is just completely different. Uh, just I'm just learning. I'm just getting better. Not getting older, baby. Just getting better. Uh, it, it's funny, Thunder Rosa. He had reminded me because I had totally forgot about it. And I've known Kenny a, a, a much longer time. Uh, and we talk about people's journeys uh, earlier uh, mm-hmm. on the show. We had a, a wrestler named Billy Starks, who's 17, uh, starting out. She's going to Japan uh, in a couple of weeks. And I was just like, wow, that being that young, you know, going doing that for you. A lot of your journey. And, and like when I said, you reminded me of it um, where you came through tough enough in the early beginning. And I was like, holy crap, I had totally forgot you were part of that paying your dues process but you had wrestled a little bit before then correct no i played football up until the minute i stepped into a wrestling ring whoa look at you athlete to turn into a wrestler and who did you play for Uh, i played football at university of south florida in tampa nice and then you tried out for tough enough so I had actually transferred um, from UNLV, from USF to UNLV that semester. Uh, long story short, there's some transcript issues and I couldn't play football that year. So I had to actually forfeit a year. Oh. And as I was walking on campus at UNLV, I had just moved. Um, and I can remember the, the year before watching the first season of Tough Enough and just looking at the people, you know, they, they, they do the whole American Idol thing where they watch the people jump rope and people can't even jump bags. And I'm like, oh, man. I can do that. Those people aren't athletes. And uh, as I'm walking on campus, I remember opening up the school news, you know, the, the rebel yells, what the, the college papers called. And it's a big full page paper or uh, ad saying, are you tough enough? And it might as well have just said, Kenny, what's up? Put your money where your mouth is. And, uh, and that was it. I was, you know, I sent in this awful, awful promo. Do <laughs> <laughs> you remember was- what you said? Oh, oh, the only, it was terrible, terrible, but I could, I do remember the, 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 the closing line was I just got this tattoo and I was, oh, beware the mark of the cross. <laughs> and uh, it was awful. It was terrible. And uh, for whatever reason, somebody saw that and was like, damn, you know what? That was the worst promo I've ever seen. Let's get that kid on tough, you know? So uh, they called me. It's probably because I was close. I was in Vegas. Uh, and, um, and that's how it started. They called me and then the journey. By the way, if we hear that on a SmackDown, you should take a carrying cross. Beware I know. Cross. <laughs> no, I'll call him. I'll definitely call him. Be like, you stole that from me, bro. That is so funny. You know, another, uh, again, we're talking about social media, but another how we used to get the news, newspapers. And Edge started his career from a newspaper. Uh, for myself, how I only found out something about wrestling was from a, a clipping to, uh, in a newspaper where I went for a movie audition, but that's where I met my trainer. Wow. So I love how like kind of that happened for you. And, and uh, again, I got a whole storyline for you, but that's off air. But and uh, <laughs> we'll talk about it. We'll talk about it. That's when that's contract talk uh, when we go uh, for that one um, again, but crushing it. You've had an amazing career journey path. Uh, I've watched you uh, and kind of been there through uh, a lot of it, which has been really, really cool for me. Uh, I consider you my friend. We always bullshit. Um, But you have like, you know, Thunder Rosa talks about growth. I remember when, you know, early TNA where you're you're part of uh, a group and you were that third member of the group, you know, young and experienced. But you're also hanging out with Joe 
MVP. You're in a, a, a really cool type, type of group. Um, X division champ all to the, to the current that we have now. And I'll tell you how, like your name has cachet, whatever impact recently in Vegas. And when we ask like, who's good in that area. Um, and then they say, well, this person was trained by Kenny King or helped train by, Ken- okay, then he's good, which is great to have that attachment to your name because right then and there, it's like, all right, well, we know this person is capable to be in this situation because it's for you. And if you think about how you've been in the business for a while, but in your journey, how that your name has stepped up like that is super duper, you know, to happen. Thank you. Um, that's, uh, that's something that I've never really been thought that I'd be, uh, that I'd be passionate about was training and, uh, and, you know, kind of getting, becoming a coach. Um, because a lot of times when I was start first started doing it, I was like, well, I don't want to coach. I can still go. Um, but it's not, that's not really what it's about. And, uh, you know, I, I train on Wednesdays here in Vegas and, um, what it's about for me is I can see when, where they are. And I can see when I, when I was there, I can see the passion. I can see the, the, oh man, I just got off of work, but I'm still, you know, and I'm still tired, but I'm here, you know, with a busted elbow, still trying to learn how to take these bumps. And, um, the, the, the passion and the, the, the fire that you, that I can see in my students, it, it kind of keeps me going even, you know, to this day. And, uh, and I love the, one of the first questions I ask people, you know, when they come in is like, why do you want to do this? And there's no real wrong answers except, oh, I want to be John Cena. <laughs> I want to make, you know, $100 million. Those are the wrong answers. But everything else is just designed to figure out why is it that you want to dedicate your life to this uh, vacuum <laughs> monster <laughs> called the pro, you know, called the pro wrestling business. And, uh, and they come in and they, you know, put their whatever issues, whatever physical issues, whatever mental, whatever family issues they have. And they come in, they put it aside and, and, they, and they come in and put in work. And I, and I have nothing but love and respect for that. And uh, in this journey that you are taking now and saying that you're, you know, you haven't done your best work yet. Um, what is a legacy that the hardcore king wants to live in uh, professional wrestling before you retire? Uh, the legacy. I, I think one of the legacies that I want to leave is, uh, is that I was able to be <clears throat> who I wanted to be. Um, from start to finish. Uh, I think that, you know, in, in other conversations about pro wrestling, I feel like, um, you know, there are guys who've, who've had to be pigeonholed or, well, why don't you be this? You know I mean? You know, if a black guy, why don't you be this character? Why don't you do this? Why don't you do, um, you know, be this kind of wrestler? And, uh, and I never was ever going to do that. I was always going to be me. I was ever, always going to be who I wanted to be, uh, approach this, from from my lens, from from my perspective, from not anybody, no, not any writers, not any uh, you know talent relations people say, oh, I think you should, you know, you know, sag your pants and be this, do this, be this, and um, I just wanted to be me, and I was always going to be me, and uh, and I feel like that's um, I feel like that is open the door for so many other people that can do that can be them. I mean, look at a guy like Lee Moriarty, um, mm-hmm. who's just a cool freaking anime nerd who can wrestle like that's that's great you know what i mean that it doesn't necessarily have to be uh any more than that so uh i dig that about what i've done and i and i dig it that i'm seeing other people be able to do that uh just be be themselves 
Uh, well, I love it. And I want to thank you uh, for joining us this uh, early morning because I know the king, uh, he's got a lot of royal subjects and getting up this early morning to be on Busted Open. We appreciate you. How can we find you on social media? If you want to find me on social media, you have to be kind. Uh, but if you don't, I'm a jerk too. Uh, at the Twitter, uh, Instagram, it's at Kenny King PB2. It's at Kenny King PB2. If you want to watch me, make awful tiktoks uh you can oh, do that God. too and uh, it's at the official kenny king at tiktok and uh, i'm getting better I'm, i have i have an almost 16 year old daughter and she's teaching me how to do this stuff so i'm, I'm, I'm gonna get it one of these days <laughs> well kenny sure. i wish you nothing but success and i'm happy i'm still part of uh, a bit of your journey and uh thank you for joining us uh this morning and uh, i know the future is bright and you did say something that and i when you're saying it i was like you always have been you and uh, thank you for always being you because uh, you're really, you're a good human being and I really appreciate you always. So thank you, Tommy uh, Dreamer. Uh, thank you. Busted open as part of the Sirius XM sports podcast network. If you enjoyed this episode and want to hear more, please give a five star rating and leave a review. Subscribe today, wherever you stream the podcast. Catch the full three hours of Busted Open Monday through Saturday at 9 a.m. Eastern on Sirius XM Fight Nation, channel 156. Go to SiriusXM.com backslash Busted Open Trial to start your free trial today. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. If a friend asks how you're doing, and you say, I'm okay. When the truth is, I don't want my problems to burden anyone. Or you say, Hang it in there. Because if I ask for help, they'll just think I'm weak. Then this is your sign to call, text, or chat. 988 for free confidential support. Anytime. You don't have to hide how you feel.